Stephon Devereaux, Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. I want to thank you for joining me. Man, this world has gone crazy. Some of these people in this world have gone completely crazy. Well, as Kanye likes to say, Yeezy. But anyway, let's get into this. So, Dr. Dre's wife, Nicole Young. Wow. What a lady. (laughs) What a lady. Well, apparently... She is seeking 200, or excuse me, $2 million per month. You heard that right, people. $2 million per month. I was lost when I seen the number. I'm I'm thinking to myself, um, what do you need $2 million a month for? Well, apparently she has uh, some expensive taste. Uh, Looking at, I guess it was TMZ put a report out on what exactly she needed the two million for. Well, one of the things that stuck out to me here was um <laughs> nine hundred thousand for entertainment. Who the hell does she has entertaining her? Who's gonna enter who is entertaining this woman for nine hundred thousand dollars a month? I mean, I would like to put my name on that hat. I'm gonna be real. I mean I was never a dancer growing up or anything like that or my young days. Uh, that was never the singing type. Now I could do some, hey, you know, some flows every now and then. You know, check me out on Spotify, Step on Devereaux. But I don't even think. Okay, I'm not worth nine hundred thousand, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take the nine hundred thousand. I, I, I'm still, I'm lost here. Nine hundred thousand for entertainment. The male stripper she's getting, ugh, man. She might want to look for another form of entertainment for 900000 a month. It saves some bucks there. Uh, let's see, another, another number here. $135,000 a month for clothes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess she'll be Gucci'd out for a while. Some Versace. I'm not too big on fashion, but um, Gucci and Versace, and Versace yeah, I, I could see her, you know, wearing a lot of that. She seems like a Gucci and Versace lady. Let's look at some other things here. What else she wants here? $20,000 a month for her phone and email expenses. Uh, okay, wait a minute. Who? $20,000 a month for a phone and email? Phone and email, people. Phone and email. Really? $20,000 a month for that? I mean, she can get herself a cricket phone. <laughs> For a hundred bucks, if they just uh, and, well, actually, you can get a pretty easy. But get a cricket phone, and uh, let's see here. She'll get a cricket phone, and her bill will probably be about forty bucks, depending on what she has. Twenty thousand a month? No. Some of these numbers are ridiculous. Uh, let's look at. Let's see. We got some more numbers here. Love this computer. Ten thousand dollars a month for laundry. Okay, 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 okay. Actually, I can see that. I can, I can see 10000 a month for laundry. I can see that. I mean, because, you know, hey, you got some expensive clothes, so you got to take it to the, you don't take it to the laundry mat. You don't wash them yourself. You take them to your dry cleaners. Yeah. So I can, I can see that. 
Let's see here. $60,000 a month for education. Is she going back to school? God damn, what school is she going to? $60,000 a month? Hey, go to, you could go to uh, UCLA. I'm pretty sure Dr. Dre, you know, uh, could hook you up with a scholarship since he did donate like a $100 million or whatever to their um, music department. So I'm pretty sure you can get a discount on that. So that's $60,000 for education. Oh. Okay, so let's 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 see here. Let's see. Uh, hundred thousand for her mortgage. Okay, I can see that. I mean, she probably lives in a nice big house in Beverly Hills, you know, and she probably wants to make sure that she continue to live that lifestyle. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. Hundred thousand for mortgage. I'm not hating. I'm hating on a nine hundred thousand for entertainment. You know, the twenty thousand dollar phone bill. I'm hating on that. 60 for education. I'm not hating on that too much. Um, but the 100000 for the mortgage, I'm not hating on that. Uh, I, okay. Nice house. I get it. I get it. 100000 a month on the mortgage. It's a lot of money. Might want to downsize. Anyway. I see here another one. $125,000 for charity. Now, I don't know if that's charitable organization or her friend charity. Because to me, that looks like a weed bill. I'm just saying, I'm not saying, look, look, I'm not saying I was up there with her smoking a chronic, but I'm just saying, $125,000 a month for charity. Didn't say what's charities. Didn't say, you, of course, where, you know, where the money would be uh, divided, but it just says charity. So I'm guessing charity is her friend who can hook her up with the, with the bomb California Kush. I'm just saying, hey, don't be mad at me. I'm not the one who asked for this. I'm just telling you what she was asking for. That's a lot of money. Two million dollars a month. Sheesh. I don't get it. And you know, social media is destroying this woman. I mean, you had to have known that. Social media was going to destroy this woman. I mean, I, it is what it is. I'm not trying to get on it. I'm not trying to get into her pocket. I'm just saying, look. Well, actually, well, I'm Ariel Kevin. But I'm just saying. She's asking for a lot of money. And some of the money, I mean, some of this stuff, it just makes no sense. You take away the $900,000 for entertainment. You take away the $20,000 for the phone. The $60,000 for education. $100,000 for the mortgage. No, no, no. We said she, yeah, she can keep that. The $125,000 for charity, the weed bill, as I say. She doesn't need all this. She truly doesn't need all this money. I'll say, you know what? Here's the deal. If I was a judge, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, look, here's the deal, Miss Young. I'm going to have to take at least a million off your asking price. I'm going to have to take a million off because it just makes no sense, especially the entertainment bill. Man. I'm just confused over that. I'm so confused over that. I swear I am. Just makes no sense to me whatsoever. Anyway, you tell me what you think. You can tweet me or send me an email at stephondever at gmail.com. Tell me what you think. Leave a comment wherever this show is posted. You know, we're on a lot of great podcast providers. Some great distribution going right now. So uh, you can, you know, you can reach out to us any way you would like. Twitter, 
uh, Aaron Lester 22 or stephondever at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about that. Did I go overboard? Was I mean? I doubt it. I doubt I was mean. But let's move along. Yeah. So, 6 9. Takashi 6 9. Bro, you are. Look, album debut at number one. After everything you went through the past couple of weeks about this album, album debuts at number one. But you're not getting the love you think you deserve. It's been reaching out to people for interviews and um, they're not feeling you right now. Here's the deal, Takashi. Get in touch with Angry Kids 24 7 Radio because I think you probably represent what an angry kid is these days. <laughs> oh my goodness. But reach out to Angry Kids 24 7 Radio and I'm pretty sure we can get you on one of the shows. Uh, the Neil Haley Show, the Triple B Double D Podcast. Pretty sure we can get you on that. We can get you on the Step On Devro Show. Okay. I'll interview you. But I think Takashi Six Nine needs to figure out his next move. I really believe he needs to figure out his next move because um, this just isn't working for him anymore. Even though he has a, a number one album, but I doubt he has another one. And this was his first number one album I read. Um, I doubt he comes has a, a second. Uh, people just wanted to find out, you know, what he was going to say, what the album was going to, you know, sound like. Um, and of course, he has his fans. Like that's the thing about it. He does have his fans. Um, but I see he's trying. He's if I, if it, if it was me, if I was Takashi, I would try to like step away from hip hop for a minute, uh, find something else to do, like maybe getting into acting. You know, because he's probably one of the greatest actors of all time. So I could see him winning an Oscar. But if I was, if it was me, I would probably back away for a minute. Because you're not going to get the love you think you deserve. I mean, reaching out to people like Joe Budden and Gilly the Kid. I mean, these are guys who have, you know, some great credibility within hip-hop. I mean, their credibility compared to yours is, man, you don't have that. And I don't think you'll ever have that again. Actually, I didn't think you had it before. I mean, I was never a big fan of Takashi 69, but I understood his movement. I understood why the, the kids liked him so much. It was colorful. It was funny. You know, his music was, eh. you know, but he just brought energy. And sometimes uh, hip hop, especially, you know, we thrive off that energy. The kids, uh, some, you know, adults, 20, you know, early 20s, uh, late 20s, you know, they thrive off that energy. Get to a club, you know, after a long week at work, have a drink, you got some Takashi coming on, you know, song Stupid, you know, people are, you know, they, they get rowdy for that. But right now, Takashi 69 is not, you know, uh, I, I just don't think Takashi 69, this is just, it, this one is just weird because the guy does have a following. He does have a lot of fans and he's going to be able to make money off those fans for, you know, some time. It's just figuring out his lane. And I just don't think hip hop is his lane. Anymore. Maybe he needs to go sit down with an Oprah or a Barbara Walters, you know, 
tell a secret about his childhood or something. You know, his dad beat him or something. His, you know, his mom threw him in a garbage can when he was a kid. Or I don't know, something. Get some sympathy back on his side. Because, you know, he's going to try to get the sympathy of, well, they was, you know, they was, they did this to my girl and they was planning on killing me and this and that. Dude, you were in a gang, bro. Let it go. You were in a gang. What did you think they were going to do? Be your friend? They looked at you as a golden goose, as a mark, as we call people in professional wrestling. They looked at you as a mark. You was a gang mark. And what happened? They took advantage of you. I mean, it happens. But you're not going to sit here and try to gain sympathy for that. Find something else to. And this is why people like Joe Budden and Gilly the Kid, this is why people like that will not grant you the interview. They will not give you that interview time. Because they they know you're trying to use them to get sympathy. They know that. And it's just not going to work, bro. It's not going to work. You're stupid for this one, Mr. Takashi 6 So I don't know what your next move should be. Like I said, if it was me, I'd step away for a while, get into acting. Like I said, you have proven to be the greatest actor of all time. <laughs> yeah, people may not like that. But that's on them. Hey, you got to get your bag somehow. Dude, do a podcast. Get into podcasting. Everybody else is doing podcasts now. Get into podcasting. I'm pretty sure you can make a bag off of that. Everybody's talking about making a bag and getting a bag and getting a bag, this and that. Well, you're probably one of the only people in the position, in the position you're in, who could get a nice big bag from a Spotify to do a Takashi 69 podcast weekly. People obviously want to hear what you have to say. It's just you're going to the wrong people to tell the things that are on your mind and on your chest. But if you build your own platform, like you have with Instagram and Twitch. I'm pretty sure you won't have to worry about getting calling people for interviews and begging them to interview you. You'll be the one that they'll be calling to get on your show, on your platform, because you do have the following. And it doesn't have to be all hip-hop. It does not have to be all hip-hop. Like I said, get away from hip-hop. It could be an, a simple, you know, Hey, look, I seen two chains went around the world and bought the most expensive stuff ever. And that was a TV show. So I'm pretty sure you can. Takashi 69 on politics. I guarantee you that was sell. Takashi 69 on wrestling. Takashi 69 on movies. You just found your niche, your niche Takashi. Because hip hop is not it for you anymore, bro. You're not going to go and get it and do what uh, Fat Joe is doing right now. And what Fat Joe was doing is incredible. But you're not going to be able to do that, Mr. 6ix9ine. You're not. So if I was you, I would just figure out a new niche, my new lane, and get into it. Just dive right in. But I think podcasting is the best lane for you. I'm giving that away for free. Usually I charge a lot of money for my dad going opinion. People call me, you know, give some little, you know, little consultations every now and then, and I charge some bucks. But I'm giving that one to you for free, Takashi. Start your own podcast. Do a YouTube show. Do something that's going to get you the recognition you feel you deserve. Because it's not coming from hip-hop anymore. Even though you do have a number one album, 
Curiosity got you to number one. Curiosity got you to number one. And that's facts. It's nothing personal. It's facts. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of the dude. But his energy is definitely needed in hip-hop. But he's not allowed in hip-hop. So take that energy that you would use, that you had in hip-hop, that you would give to hip-hop, and give it to another platform. That's the best thing for you to do, Mr. Takashi 6 ix This world is going yazy. This world is going yazy. Speaking of the world going yazy, <laughs> oh, let's get into our next subject here. So, a video surfaced of Kanye West walking on water with his children. And of course, people have lost their mind. I had to put my head down for this one when I've seen the video and read the story. And I just laughed because, you know, I went to social media, of course, and looked at the reactions. And I laughed some more and um, sat back and thought about what Kanye was doing. And I laughed some more. And um, th- this guy is the greatest marketing marketer of all time. He is a complete genius. Twitter rants. Now he's saying J. Cole and Drake owe him an apology. I mean, I, I, you know what? I kind of think they do. I kind of think they do. And of course, I'm going to back my man, Kong Yeezy, in this. People can get mad all day. Well, I don't care. I like Kong Kanye's my dude. But I think they kind of do owe, owe him an apology. Just like everyone else who have sat here and criticized this man over the past few years. Actually, it's been almost 11 years now. 11 years, actually. It's been 11 years. No one had a problem with him saying what he said about Bush. But as soon as he went after Taylor Swift, oh, man, it was a different day. A different day. Different day. Well, we know how that ended up. They destroyed him for that. And this time, I'm not going to get on Kanye so much. And here's some reasons. First and foremost, I believe this whole Kanye for president, yay 2020. I love it. First and foremost, I think it's it's incredibly smart. Best publicity stunt since 2016, or excuse, excuse me, 2015, uh, when somebody came down an escalator and announced they were running for president. Um, I just laugh at people who are really taking this thing seriously you got some uh people on the right and the left who are taking this thing seriously let's stay let's go with the left here i got people on the left who are saying oh he's trying to steal funds from joe biden and i laugh i laughed at that because i looked at the states that you know some of these ballots that he were on that Kanye was on he's uh they're mostly Red states, which means they're mostly Republican states. He will not have any impact on Joe Biden in these states. If you look, read the news, I mean, read the newspaper like I still do sometimes. And if you go to Google and if you, uh, you know, go to your news source, legitimate news source, not YouTube. You can see that some of these states, there are, these are all red states and Kanye West cannot get on 
a bunch of these blue states. Wisconsin just turned them down. I believe Ohio turned them down again. I mean, he's not he's not going to be able to get on most of these blue states. So he's getting on a lot of red states. Now, what I found funny about that is he's getting help from the Republican Party to get on these ballots. Why is the Republican Party focusing on these red states? Wouldn't you believe that if they really felt that Kanye could take some black voters away from uh, Joe Biden, don't you think that they would be concentrating on the Pennsylvanias and the Ohio's and the Wisconsin's, the New York's, the states that they feel that Joe Biden, Florida, the states that they feel that Joe Biden actually have a chance of winning. But these red states that they, that Kanye, come on, man, you guys got to be idiots. If you really believe that Kanye is here to steal votes from Joe Biden in red states. Dude, Kansas was not going to vote for Joe Biden. It wasn't going for Joe Biden. It wasn't going for Joe Biden. I'm sorry. What's another one? Iowa. Uh, Arkansas. Really? Really? Arkansas was going to go with Joe Biden. Really? I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Kanye West is not walking on water. Kanye West is not taking black votes away from Joe Biden. Kanye West, he just wants some love and respect. The love and respect he deserves. I completely understand that. I completely understand. He wants to be on the board of Gap and Adidas. These, see... What Kanye West is doing is so incredible to people like myself who understand it, who understand the media and how the media works. Kanye West has been creating his own media storm since 2005 and he sat there and said George Bush doesn't care about black people. Remember that? Yeah. That's, this, is, this is still the same Kanye West. He Oh, he made a Kardashian show. He ain't changed. No, he didn't. The only thing that changed is his bank account. Still the same ego he had back then. Got that ego, you know, now. Same ego. This is how he knows he can spin any narrative he wants to put out there or that's out there about him. There's only one guy I remember being able to do this until they really hated him. And I, I, you know, I warned Kanye West about this before on Twitter. Just watch out, man, because as much as we love you, there is a bunch of people out there that truly hate you and they will do anything in their power to bring you down. Kanye West is the biggest star in the world since Michael Jackson. And we've seen what they did to MJ. We've seen that. The media loves Kanye West. Same way they love Michael Jackson. Same way they love the... Oh, goodness. You cannot deny that. Because th- these men constantly generate headlines. Constantly produce headlines. Even Michael... Michael Jackson's been dead for 11 years. He's still producing headlines. Kanye West is the same same way. It won't stop. It won't change. Even when he's dead and gone, he will still be producing headlines. The media loves this. This is why they love to build you up and they love to tear them down at the same time. As they're building you up, they're tearing tearing you down. This is why Kanye West is perfect for the media because they can do both. 
and people wouldn't care and people will buy still and they because they know no matter what this guy's the star his star will never flame out it's only going to grow this is why Kanye West is the biggest star in the world and why he will forever be a a headline grabbing celebrity media loves him He's running for politics. They love it. That's more headlines. Running for president. Excuse me. He walks on water. That's headlines. Even though we know it was a stunt. We know it was a fake visual. They love it. They truly love it. Kanye West is, is the 2000 version of Howard Hughes, very eccentric, but also a genius. All the money in the world, yes, because Kanye is a billionaire. All the time in the world, they can do whatever they want. And they know that no matter what, they can point their finger and they will draw headlines. I'm loving it. I'm truly loving it. This world is going completely yazy. Yes, the world has gone yazy. From Takashi 69 still begging to get some attention from, you know, reputable media. Like Joe Budden, especially in hip hop, excuse me, in hip hop, because I don't want some people coming up. But they're not in the dagger. Whatever. But trying to get love from hip hop media, even though we, you know, yeah. to Dr. Dre's wife wanting two million dollars a month, oh, goodness. and the world believing that Kanye West can walk on water. Oh, the world is going yazy. Yes, but I'm gonna end it with this something cool I've noticed now. The coronavirus, COVID-19, I would like to uh, send my condolences to people who have lost family members uh, due to this virus. But I will say this, you know, there's been some positives. And one of the positives I've noticed is small schools, small colleges, small colleges with football programs getting love. Mad love. We got, I'm talking Division II schools, HBCUs. Getting mad love. ESPN, FS1, they're giving these kids exposure. The HBCU movement, that's uh, that's been happening in the past uh, six months. It's gaining some steam. It's going to help with recruiting for sure. It's going to help with recruiting for sure. I know that. There's been some great games between these small schools. Yeah, don't get me wrong, some are getting destroyed, of course. But some of these small schools are pulling off some upsets in college football. And I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this college football season because I'm a small school guy and I pay attention to these small schools, especially football and basketball too. But um, especially football. 
You know, I remember when App State beat Michigan years ago. No one knew where the hell Appalachian State was. No one knew. They get a big upset. Now people's looking, hey, now it's one of the top programs, you know, uh, that well, one of the former schools that become one of the top programs thanks to upsets like that. So I'm really looking forward to this college football season. Yeah, I love my Pitt Panthers, of course. You know, but hey, they played a team like Austin P this past Saturday. Our first game of the season. And yeah, Austin P wasn't able to do anything, but it was still it was okay to, you know, it was cool. Okay, I'll just use that. It was cool to see some of these kids that I will probably never see again. And I may only see one of them get to the NFL. You know, from a school like an Austin P. So, but more schools like that will get the attention it deserves um, because of, you know, some of these bigger conferences deciding to opt out of the season or postpone their season, like the Big Ten. We know we know what's been going on there because they're still fighting over that. But hey. As long as another, another one of these schools gets some love, these smaller schools get some love, I'm not mad. I think it, you know, it's going to help uh, the college football image overall because you know the image has been taking some hits recently. So that's pretty much it. Looking for the positives out of this thing called coronavirus. But I hope everybody stands safe. I want to thank you for joining me. And uh, we're out. Steph on Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Don't forget, you can check out the Sheryl Underwood Show. Sheryl Underwood Radio, Monday through Friday. 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Also, check out great shows like the Triple B and Double D Heavyweight Podcast, the Devereaux Committee. Uh, those are both wrestling uh, shows. Um... We also have Weird Tales Radio. Don't forget about that. And the Neil Haley Show. So download the Live 365 app. Search Angry Cast 24-7 Radio. And stay up to date with our new content. Again, I want to thank you for joining us. And you guys have an awesome day. <laughs>